This is the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk their favorite sports, baseball and hockey. Welcome one, welcome all to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends talk about baseball and hockey. Our primary topic is the Phillies and Flyers, but we like to talk about the rest of the leagues too. I'm one of your hosts, Jim Coleman. Joining me are my other two hosts, Eric Rayer. What is up? And Joe Neary. (laughs) What is up? Hey guys, what is up? (laughs) (laughs) What is up? Uh, you tell me what is up. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. Um, Nothing. It's been What's a, going on? Whew, it's been a bit of a week, Jim. As uh, both of you know, had a loss in the family. <clears throat> my my pupper, my little pup, passed away last week. Rada, honestly, the day, was it the day after we recorded? Yeah, it was the day after we recorded. Um, so uh, it's been a bit of an emotional week. For me and the Philadelphia fan base, not because of the dog, but because... Although I'd like to think it would. No, but we've got a lot to talk about in terms of <clears throat> some really sad, heartbreaking news that hurts to, hurts to talk about when it comes to the Flyers. It's been a bit of a week. But besides that, it's been good. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad, Eric. Oh, Went to Chicky and Pete's on Saturday. I'm, I'm not glad about all the other stuff that transpired, but I'm glad you're in a good spot right now. Went to Chicky and Pete's on Saturday. Jim Most told overrated. me the other day that he doesn't like <laughs> Chicky and Pete's. Most overrated. Which, once again, Jim hates something. That's the topic of the week, is Jim just... I'll, I'll, I will gladly defend my hatred for Chicky and Why do you not Pete's. like it is the question. Why do I not like it? I think it's overhyped for mediocre food. Okay. Like... They claim it's a Philly, like, kind of cheesesteak, fries kind of stuff. I know their big thing is, like, the crab shit. They, I, you can't order crab shit off that menu. There's no there's no item that's crab <laughs> shit. But they, they, they're they a Philly franchise, and their Philadelphia cheesesteak has fucking peppers on it. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I've ordered it before. You, don't, you can order peppers on it. When I when Can I you? yeah when I went there like on the menu the last on time the menu, I went there on, I've ordered it before too they just give you steak and cheese all right <laughs> that's okay but the last time I went there I ordered a Jim, chili cheese Jim, steak. Jim your hatred of Chicky and Pete seems to be because you went to a shitty Chicky and Pete's we need to take you to another one I went to the one up on Street or uh, I gotta take you to the, I gotta take you to the Philly one fine anyway the the fries it's all they got really. They got good food. I had a cheeseburger and it was good. Yeah, I had a good, I had a good cheeseburger from them. I was drunk, the but I had a good cheeseburger. To me, I write you off as a Philadelphia chain if you put peppers on a cheesesteak. And I received my cheesesteak had peppers on it. You sure you didn't go? Can I get a cheesesteak with all peppers? And it's not that I don't like peppers on my cheesesteak. I do. Oh, a Philly cheesesteak does not have peppers on it. The one I got had peppers on it. Well, it's not a Philly cheesesteak. I'm sorry. I know it isn't. You're supposed to eat fried onions. Exactly. Yeah. And some cheese. And Open steak. that bitch. And no, steak. Ketchup. No ketchup. And the bread. No ketchup. Oh, yeah. Ketchup. <clears throat> I mean, you could add ketchup to it, but when it comes out from the uh, from the kitchen, if it's got anything else but those four ingredients there. It's not a Philly cheesesteak. Not a Philly cheesesteak. 
All right. And I just felt betrayed. Well, I'm gonna t- we're going to go to Chicken Pete's together, and we're going we're gonna to redeem it. We're going to redeem for you. Okay? That's okay. No, I mean, I'm going to go with you. All right. Sounds good. But, um, all right. Before, now, we, uh, yeah. before we jump into this, we need to talk about an event that just went down. Uh, so, Joey. You happened to tell us about a gift that you happened to buy for yeah. one of your siblings. My sister. She loves Ratatouille. <laughs> so I, I was going to buy her Ratatouille on the Wii, um, but I accidentally bought it and sent it to Maryland. Uh, so um, <laughs> it's online. It's like $40, but I only paid $5 for it, and I bought the last one. So now I can only get it for $40. So Jim called Richboro. Richboro uh, GameStop. That's where we live. Just, just to confirm for Joe that they don't have it in stock. Eh? Yeah. I, <laughs> I asked the, uh, the the guy who answered the phone if they had Ratatouille for Wii, and I couldn't keep it straight. Like, yeah. Laugh. So in turn, he started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll check it for you. <laughs> Came back, he was like, nah, man, I don't got it. <laughs> the Ratatouille community is huge. So, <laughs> when we, we know we know not to go there for our Ratatouille yeah. needs anyway. I'm going to call the Maryland GameStop. Um, <clears throat> Joe, how has your uh, week been? Uh, my week, uh, it's been pretty good. Put me on the spot, I don't need... Besides, uh, not getting Ratatouille. Yeah, besides your Ratatouille debacle. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta, uh, call the Maryland GameStop tomorrow. But anyway, oh wait, we call them now. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, we could, but I don't know if we want to relive that <laughs> yeah, 20 yeah. seconds. Well, they'll have it, that's the difference. <laughs> Unless someone picked it up, which possible. Can you imagine if someone was, like, just went in there and they're like, Fuck, they got Ratatouille! That's what I've been waiting for! <laughs> Uh, game that came out like eight years ago. But <laughs> anyway, pretty good. The Eagles got a big win, which was really good. Which means we're one step closer to Jim buying me a Eagles jersey for our you bet. You realize they got to win five or six straight games. No, no. They have to win one game. They win this game. The last game doesn't matter. No. Because they, no, they eliminate Dallas. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No. They have the same record. I'm pretty sure that they get the tiebreaker, though. Well, they would be tied in division. But I think they get the tiebreaker with Dallas. I think they beat them. I think that this doesn't count. I think the last game doesn't count. That's what, right. I, that's what I was reading, right. which means if that's true, they don't have to win the last game because then they can weirdly rest their starters, which makes doesn't make sense with how the record is. So they rest their starters, and the last game doesn't matter. Then they have to win three games. In a row. Against the best teams in the NFC. The only team I'm scared about is the Saints. It's the only team I'm scared about. Hmm. So, and that means yeah. if that happens and Jim has to buy me a jersey, if we're going to have a whole video. It's going to be like the Lion King. It's going to be me like, ordered a pizza? That was the last, that was the last word you said. I said, I got a pizza. Someone's getting... Anyhow, <laughs> I like this shot. Before we before we truly begin here, uh, we're available on most podcasting apps. So give us a recommendation to all your friends. Uh, check us out. Uh, you can also send us a message on our email, stickenergypod at gmail.com. 
Follow us on Twitter at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. And remember to rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. The first 10 reviews will get a personal shout out from yours truly. Not that that really holds any clout, I'm just saying. <laughs> I will thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, Eric, do you want to start with the Flyers news, or do you want me to take over Phillies first here? I think you should take over the Phillies, because i got a lot to talk about, so I figured. Yeah. Yeah, and I figure you, you can watch some of the game that's going on right now. They're currently up 2-1 to one against the Anaheim Ducks, and, uh, yeah. But I'm going to pay attention. Don't worry. The Dicks. <laughs> Do you remember that from uh, the Rugrats? No. <laughs> the there was like um, they were on the playground one day, and uh, Phil and they'll have like the duck things on their uh, shirt, and there was just this one random like kid from like Uzbekistan, not Uzbekistan. It was like some like northern Russian. Uh, you love Uzbekistan, country. don't you? I do. It's a really fun country's name to say. Anyway, the girl goes. It is the clan of the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's whenever I hear the dicks, that's what I think of. Um, Joe, how's that Chicky and Pete shirt going on? That's here? Chick Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, actually. Oh, Chicky and Chick-fil-A. That's Chicky and Chick-fil-A. That's Chicky and Philly. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Jim, let's, anyway, talk about let's talk about some Phillies news here. Um... The other day, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, it was definitely yesterday. Uh, the Phillies had a press conference featuring Zach Wheeler and Didi Gregorius becoming Phillies. Yay! He saw them in the uh, in their jerseys in their the red pinstripes in their red pinstripes and the Nike swoop that's now on the jersey, which I think is a total cop out. Wait, really? I yeah, it's I gotta, hold on. I gotta see a picture. It's really Nike. fucking stupid. All um, MLB teams Where is are it? doing it. The what do you mean? Where is the pinstripe located? I, I didn't straight. Not the pinstripe. The, the entire it's like the right entire above jersey. The, it's right above, like on the corner of the breast. NBA has the same thing. Past I couple of years, it. they added that. I do hate like Nike NBA jerseys. makes sense to me because like Nike is a huge thing in the NBA. Like to me, baseball is more like Rawlings, all that kind of like. That's fair. Even more Under Armour than the NBA. And I hate it. Is that I, that, looks, that. that looks Dude, that looks fucking cool. that looks so it look, stupid. It looks like the I'm P has an like has like no, an accent. Above no, it. <laughs> it looks like the Phillies. It looks like it's like the Nike Phillies. I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm like, I think that looks dumb as shit. I, yeah. I, it's a total cop out. Nike owns like way too see, much. See, like that looks. That's that. okay. I'm okay like, with that. On a regular shirt, I understand. Yeah. But on a jersey, why do you need it on? Put or, that on the sleeve. Or in like the back somewhere. If you're gonna like, put the bottom, it, yeah. Like, it like if you're gonna put it yeah. anywhere on a jersey, put it on the sleeve or the back. Don't put it on the front of the fucking. Put it on jersey. their pants, right where their like, asshole that just looks is. So fucking just the trashy. swoop of their ass. Their asshole swoop. It looks so trashy, and it just looks like they're trying to. I don't it, know if it, it looks definitely, trashy. To me, it looks like they're just. Like Nike's trying to make a buck off of it. Well, they are. That's I mean, yeah, they are. That's what they're doing. <laughs> a lot of bucks. But, like, here, guys, take my brand. The front of a baseball jersey is that team's brand. If you put anything else on that, I think they that should takes brand. Away from I think every player should have the Nike logo branded into their arm. There we go. <laughs> There's a happy medium. Um, but anyway, so Zach Wheeler and Didi Gregorius are officially Philadelphia Phillies. Did watch the press they conference. Both. Did not realize Zach Wheeler was a bald fox. Yeah. Did, he looks like uh, Howie Mandel a little bit. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Did Gregorius fit his name on the jersey? Yes. No, it just says uh, Greg. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> we should call him that, Greg. <laughs> hey, Greg. <laughs> um, 
during the press conference, uh, I noticed a few key things. Um, well, first, that Zach Wheeler and DD are both players that fill the needs that the Phillies had, obviously. Roster but, spots. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I know. But they were the exact needs that the Phillies needed to fill. Obviously, they need to fill some a, thir- a couple a couple other spots, some uh, relief pitching and uh, third base potentially, but we'll get to that in a minute. But these guys are players first and foremost. They're going to show up every day, and they're going to do their job. And I have a firm belief that both of these players will reach their potential under the Phillies, especially considering Joe Girardi is going to fucking own this town. From this conference, I just saw him just absorb all the questions, give down-to-earth answers, realize that he is the, like, he's the manager. He knows his job. He knows what he's supposed to do, and he's going to do his job. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be that media ob- observatory that Gabe Kapler was. He's gonna be down to earth, and he's gonna be. He's gonna tell it like it is. I didn't interrupt. <clears throat> I didn't interrupt you. What just happened? Do you give me credit? Good job. Proud of you. Well, the Flyers just scored. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I and need to interject that in there. The other thing is like, Girardi seems like he's already having fun with it, and kapler always seemed like he was that had that stick up his ass and never really like like he just didn't seem real joe Girardi to me seems real and the players hey, already uh, are buying hold on wait 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 hold on wait wait i'm getting a phone call hello i want to put it on speaker hey uh jim hi it's gabe me it's uh, gabe <laughs> I'm uh, just calling in to say uh, I'm not a fake. I uh, why do you sound like a robot right now? Because I'm actually stuck in the tanning salon. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's pretty packed in here. We're all trying to get a big beefy, beefy ba- beefy burn before uh, the season starts. But uh, <laughs> all right, well you're in San Fran now, so go fuck yourself. Um, I just wanted to say I'm not fake. You know, I gave it my all in the city. No, it was didn't. a valiant effort. No, um, you didn't. The team loved me. The city, they didn't like me. But you know what? They just didn't They didn't get to know me. No, I think and we got to know you pretty well, Gabe. I think if you ask my, my good friend, Sean. It's Sean, Sean can Rodriguez. go fuck himself. <laughs> uh, don't talk about Sean like that. <laughs> <laughs> he got triggered. He's triggered. I don't appreciate that. Um, All right, Dallas Green, get the fuck I can't, out. I can't. I can't. I, can't, I, can't. I, I, I don't want to have to yell at you, but I'm going to if you keep giving me this attitude. Okay. I didn't invite you to the podcast. Go fuck off. <laughs> got me yelling now. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Anyway, but like Girardi just seems like happy-go-lucky. Uh, he's having fun with it, and the players are already buying into his mantra, which is his family, basically. The team's a family now. So what you're saying is Joe Girardi's what you call a good coach. Yeah. And he actually, like, He's demands, charismatic. He demands respect from his players, but he doesn't do it in a way that's, you know, he's, he's, he's a fuck. He demands respect, but not in a demanding way. And that's a good coach. Yeah. Um, another little note. There's two more notes that I have here. Um, Clentac said that, uh, in his own words, that there may be more to come. Currently, uh, 
there are possibly some talks going on with uh, Dellen Batances, the uh, former Yankee reliever. I know another Yankee, but Dellen Batances. Well, is we're the, just going to become the Yankees with Joe Girardi, right? Yeah, but uh, basically, if that if that comes to fruition, there's a number of things that uh, that will allude to uh, in a, in a minute. And lastly, Reese Hoskins was at this meeting. Reese Hoskins has been at every press conference since since the season has been over. The man got married. He could just be chilling out with his wife. He could be on vacation somewhere. Oh no, that's his honeymoon in Philly. He's saving. He's saving up for when he gets his next contract. No, he has been on like trips, but every press conference he makes. Hold on, wait. Just give me one second. Yeah, I'm receiving another call. Eric, what's wrong? Hold on. All right, put it on speaker. Hey, Jim. Gabe, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Before I go, because I know that you'll never hear from me again. Will I? Reese. I think it should be a weekly. Is a great team player, and he's always been there for me, even in the slumps. And uh, that's it. I just wanted to say I, I love Reese. He always gave it his all. Great effort, even when he wasn't doing well. And uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do great under Joe. I know Joe. I know him. Do you? Yeah, we go way back. Yeah. yeah. All right, we lost contact with Gabe. I don't think he's gonna be calling in the rest of the episode. Anyhow, Reese is our guy. He's gonna be great. He's gonna do some good shit. I'm ready for I'm ready for a bounce back here from. Reese to the Hoskins. Reese Lightning. Ooh. I'm not ready for that whack ass intro though. That walk up song is. It's probably gonna change. It's, he doesn't. He, no one keeps the same one year to year except for Chase Utley. I hope so. And uh, Carlos Ruiz. I hope so. <laughs> um. Anyhow, in other news, uh, Phillies and the Mets have been linked to uh, Dylan Batances, uh, relief pitcher, former Yankee. Uh, according to Austin Krell on Twitter, a uh, potential deal is in the works, but uh, would most likely mean that the Phillies are going to go over the luxury tax. Which would mean that, in my opinion, that the Phillies would be more likely to spend more once they go over the luxury tax. And otherwise, that doesn't make sense. Why would you go over a little bit just to pay all that money and not spend more, you know? Yeah, don't put just a tip in, go full throttle. Um, <clears throat> if you're going over, why the hell not? You know, make that moolah. What? I don't know. <laughs> you, don't, you just, if you're going to go over, it doesn't It doesn't hurt for it to be a million or, well, you told. Well, 20 million? Yeah. Just get it done. Phillies, you need to make some shit happen here. You're not going to win with just Dylan Batances and, uh, and adding Dylan Francis. Whatever. Um, I would be all in for this. Um, there's potential. The Phillies are still linked to uh, Josh Donaldson, um, although he is looking like he will probably end up going to the Washington Nationals. I wouldn't be surprised if they went after some other third baseman options as well, considering the Cubs have been shopping Chris Bryant. We all know Chris Bryant. I've been talking about him for weeks. hope the Phillies get a deal done with that. Um, they could also go with... Um, 
veteran third baseman Nolan Arenado, who the Rockies have been saying that they will be willing to listen to uh, some offers for him. Um, I would be in on both of these deals. Uh, more than likely, they would probably involve Alec Bohm, which would be unfortunate to lose him, but these guys are proven talent, and they are guys I want to take a chance on rather than some rookie. Nothing against Alec Bohm. really like him. But we got to develop him. I'm, like, way out of breath right now. No, it's okay. Um, I would hate to see him go, but the reward for a trade involving him would be better for the Phillies if they made a move there. They were putting all their chips in there because they got nobody else, right, except that one pitcher? Yeah. Spencer Howard? Spencer Howard. Um, They could also ship Adonis Medina, their former number one prospect, but uh, he's kind of lost a little luster. Uh, this Moniac, year. he's lost some too. Mickey right? Moniac. Uh, there's there's players they could trade. They're obviously not high uh, <laughs> leverage pieces, but they're definitely players that could sway people to build with. Um, along with those two, they could also be looking at starting pitching. Um, I've heard rumors of Kyle Freeland, also from the Rockies, uh, had a down year this year, but the year prior was fourth place in Cy Young in the NL behind Aaron Nola. Uh, This past year, his numbers kind of uh, jumped up because uh, there might have been some kind of like issue with the baseball, obviously, and especially in Colorado. Balls tend to fly out of there a little bit more often. but he could be a reclamation project, but more than likely the Rockies would be looking for a higher price for him considering he was so good only a year removed from that. Um, <clears throat> they could also be looking at uh, Mike Clevenger from the Cleveland Indians, who uh, is 28. Uh, the Cleveland Indians previously just made a move with the uh, Rangers. I'll go into that a little bit in a, in a few minutes, but they seem to be selling chop. Francisco Lindor is on the table. A lot of players around there are on the table. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Mike Clevenger isn't on the move. Um, He had a pretty solid year, 2.73 ERA. I'd like to see him in a Phillies uniform. Um, We'll we'll, we'll obviously have to wait to see what uh, transpires. Dallin Batances is not affiliate, so that doesn't mean that... uh, well, the Phillies are definitely going over this luxury tax, but I think that they will be going over very shortly. Um, Phillies, like I said, uh, probably still in on Josh Donaldson, but uh, the Nationals are definitely all over him after Anthony Rendon has uh, changed his uh, his jersey to an Angels jersey. We'll go into that once we get into the MLB news. Do you want a theme song? Yeah. MLB News with Jim. Now, Joe, I want your take. What's your... I want you to give it a shot. Lay me a beat. You want a beat? Yeah, give me a beat. Okay. Um... A beat, or you want? <laughs> I want a song, man. I want, a, I want an intro here. Just give me five minutes. All right, never mind. Uh, 
So we're going around the, around the diamond here. Uh, Anthony Rendon signs a deal with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That means big news for Mike Trout. He gets another guy, another piece around him to uh, potentially compete with. Um, best player in baseball has another superstar on his team. Uh, pair that with uh, Shuhei Otani, um, Albert Pujols in the twilight years of his contract. There's other players on this team, but I don't know them. Uh, <laughs> they really don't. They the Angels really lack starting pitching, and I think that's going to be their biggest problem going forward. Um, Madison Bumgarner signs in five year. $85 million contract to Arizona. Oh, did I say how much the Anthony Rendon contract was for? It was $7 million to seven million two hundred fifty forty five million dollars $245 million. Yes. That's a lot of money. Not Bryce Harper money, but it's a lot of money. Um, the Cleveland Indians. Oh, wait. Madison Bumgarner. Back to Mad, Mad No Bum. longer on his bummy swag. Yeah. Uh, he's heading to Arizona. Uh, there's been... People thinking that he was going to be a uh, San Francisco Giant for life, but that was not true. Um, he moved to uh, Arizona so that his horses could have more room to run. That's beautiful. And I love that. That's a good-ass reason. Is that actually true? There's, yeah. That's, that's okay. so cool. But uh, he is also getting paid $85 million, so there's also that. But well, that's still cool, though. <laughs> um, that's fucking cool. So Mad Bum is going to more than likely retire as an Arizona uh, Diamondback. Cleveland Indians made a move the other day. They traded Corey Kluber to the Rangers for right-handed pitcher Emmanuel Clase and center fielder Delano DeShields. Um, so Cleveland closing up shot, looking to move all their pieces. Maybe they should change their name, too, while they're at it. Yeah, that, too. Um <laughs> The Cleveland... Clevelands. <laughs> the Cleveland pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Breaking news. Oh, that was just a text from Gabe. Breaking the Rangers news. ballpark is on fire. <laughs> that was actually just Gabe saying, uh, don't forget about me. I'll be back next week. Uh, we might we, off. we might we might be having a call in but from Gabe next week, so stay tuned. Breaking news, Darren Sproles coming back next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Saturday, uh, per the uh, New York Times, a fire broke out uh, in the new Texas Rangers Stadium that's currently being built. Um, it's set to open next year. Um, the fire happened around two thirty p.m. Uh, yeah. So, Rangers, get your shit together. Stop lighting shit on fire. Um, yeah. there was uh, not a whole lot of damage, I believe, but um, the fire broke out in the upper section of the stadium. Not really sure how that happens, considering it's like concrete, right? Our stadium's like made of concrete and steel. Yeah, <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> as far as I know. Um. All right. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, Texans. That's good. I like that. Well, they're not the Texans. They're the Rangers. Chickity, chickity. They're the same thing. (laughs) Um, I got your uh, theme song. Did you? Yamu. Yu-Gi-Oh. How's that? All right. (laughs) Um, In 
My last news of the day, Major League Baseball threatens to walk away from Minor League Baseball entirely. This story I actually <laughs> want to talk to you about. Uh, from NBC Sports, according to Craig Calcatera. Craig. Craig Calcatera from four days ago. Uh, the war between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball escalated significantly last night when Minor League Baseball releasing a memo accusing Major League Baseball of repeatedly and inaccurately describing the former stance in negotiations and Major League Baseball responding by threatening to cut ties with Minor League Baseball entirely. What is your guys' thought of this? Just from that uh, little... So from a from a from an not an outsider standpoint, but to someone who, out of the two, three of us, pays the least amount of attention to baseball, still you know obviously enjoy it, but I don't I didn't know as much. The minor league seems like it's crazy to keep up with because there's so many minor teams there in terms are. of yeah. Like the Phillies have like seven, I'm pretty sure. So, but at the same time, removing how many forty two is yeah. what they're looking at. That's how many. All right, so let's. Let's take a let's take Williamsport a, cross cutters. Phil, let's think Phil. about this. How many roster spots are on a team? Let's let's roughly. What would you say? Uh, this year it's going to be twenty six. Would that be on the minor league team too? Twenty six. Yeah. Okay, so twenty six times forty two. Let's do the math. Well, that's just players. That's not including front offices. That's not. Well, but we'll just staff. yeah, twenty six times forty two. That's. A thousand and ninety-two players. So that's that's multiply that by like I don't know a lot because considering all the other people that are so considering think, there's probably over a hundred people employed by each. So so basically you're player. losing all these players. Basically lose chances to be able to play in the in the majors. All these staff members lose the ability to make their way up to you know better, more financially sustainable. Uh, situations, situations, and careers. This I I don't see how this is. I don't know. I know it's to save money. I know it's to help yourself. But at the same time, like save money in quotation marks. Meanwhile, Ma- Rob Manfred has been claiming to be fighting for higher wages for uh, minor league players. Well, this is how <laughs> baseball made money this year. They made a record profit. And are doing substantially better than most major league sports right now, despite low attendance numbers. Yeah, I was say that's kind of weird. Um, it's not great. I mean, it to me it doesn't make sense. Like Rob Manfred, he's a puppet of the uh, major league teams right now, and the major league teams higher offices are corrupt as shit. I don't know where to go with this because honestly, it's just people being scrooges about this shit. The uh, the deal for the uh, minor league affiliates is set to expire in 2020, um, and it's usually a 10 year agreement between each uh, each franchise and their mi- minor league affiliates. Um, I just it's a lot to take in, and there's a lot of people involved, and I don't think that they're taking into account all the people that are going to be involved. Now, these teams can operate outside of um, their major league affiliates. However, they're not nearly going to get the support or the talent that otherwise would come with them. So I get why major league wants more out of them, but at the same time, 
shouldn't you be propping those guys up considering a lot of these players are your future or leading to that? I don't know. <clears throat> There's a lot that goes into it. Um, the Major League Baseball wants uh, better facilities, but they refuse to pay for these minor league teams to get better facilities. They want better coaching. They want better basically just everything for their players. However, they refuse to put up any money of their own for it. And to me, that just doesn't seem like you're in it for that. I mean, if you're going to draft these guys, you got to put, you got to invest into it. And the Phillies are just getting into that kind of like analytic driven uh, minor league systems and all that good shit. But thanks to our friend. Fuck off. It wasn't him. Um, <laughs> He's gonna if anything, he slowed everything whoa, whoa, down. Getting a phone call. No, hey, wait, 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 wait. I'm not- doing a phone call. It's our fans leaving. <laughs> oh, we have them? No. <laughs> we lost seven of you this week. Oh, really? We're More? Here. No. Or nine, however many you said last. Huh. Um, <laughs> We've peaked, boys. Yeah. That's it. We're on downward spiral. Up, up. Yeah, we're getting we're, a phone we're call. We're going to get our second win. That's what it's going to be. Anyway, um, but for real, baseball, you're making yourself look bad. It's like Eustace Bag. <laughs> Stupid dog. You yes. made me look bad. Say why? <laughs> when he does it. Why? <laughs> Courage the cowardly dog. Highly recommend. <laughs> Say why? Muriel, yeah. where's my dinner? You got one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're preparing. Return. <laughs> Return the slab or suffer my curse. Scary shit. But yes, I agree with you that. Or the fat lady gets it. <laughs> No, I agree that this is a. I don't think this is a good. It's not a good look. Or idea. I think it's terrible. It it hurts a lot of people's chances. To, it hurts baseball's chance to you know bring up new talent. It does, and yet uh, the what drives me wild the most is that most of these players only make like a thousand dollars a month. That's not a living wage. That's some Eric Rayer money shit. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. See, like I'm, I'm almost the, as good as a professional athlete. They're expected to pay for most of their expenses. They're I'm expected jacked to, off. You are there's, professional. There's my athlete. I'm just a professional masturbator. They're expected to do all this stuff, all and then <laughs> they don't get paid in the off season, so they have to find other jobs doing other stuff. But uh, that just comes with the territory. Masturbation. But that comes with the territory. But at least during the <laughs> season that's being played, pay them like fourteen dollars or. What equivalent to a living wage? That's half their season that they're trying to better your ball club. I don't know. I'm with you on that. No, I agree, and I I think it's the fact that that's that could also be why they're they're doing it. But I, I there's there's easy, there's an easier way to fix this problem. It's pay your. It looks pay. worse considering baseball's making money and they're saying we need to make more money on this. Like obviously they want to make more money, but they're making money in a time where sports are on. Like people don't want to be paying for all this shit. They're making money off of it, and they're still like, yeah, we need to cut all these costs because we need to make a better impact. You made a better impact this year without this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
I'm not a money is I'm not a financial I'm not a financial guru. I don't know what the major leagues are doing, but um, that's about all I got on uh, all your, baseball. All your baseball, yeah, it's our baseball talk, huh? Yeah, pretty is much. It, is it uh, time to uh, move on over to the cold? It is. Let's get a uh, let's get a little bit frosty here. All right. Well, before I say anything, we'll go. We'll first not. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we will first not. <laughs> um, the Flyers did win tonight. Not. <laughs> Four to one. Not. <laughs> and our record is 18-11. Not. Not. <laughs> not. 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 That's nutty. All right. It's <laughs> enough nodding. Uh, I'm all dried out. <laughs> but um, they're 18-11 and five. But... Yeah, they won four to one tonight. Huge win after a. Not. All right, put it away because we're about to talk about serious shit. You're literally like. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the wages are like, and then it's like, all right, let's hand it over to Eric. Not, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's talk about serious. Let's talk about something serious with Eric. Hey, uh, fuck you, not, 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 not. But pay the baseball players more money. This shit is hilarious. Cunt. I love you. Love you, buddy. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, all right. So as I said, they want Flyers won four to one tonight on a game that was on while we were recording. And it's been an emotional week, as I said earlier. Uh, I guess there's no way. I don't know how to really go about doing this because you know there's an overlay, there's an overarching aura. No matter if I talk about the uh, the past week of games, but I think I should just drop it uh, for anyone who doesn't already know. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this and you're a Flyers fan, you would already know that. Flyers forward Oscar Limbaum has been diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma, uh, which is a rare bone cancer, rare form of bone cancer. Uh, Obviously, from a hockey standpoint, his season is likely over. But, I mean, this is one of those things where it kind of surpasses hockey, surpasses sports, and this is his life, basically. Um, he's pretty much going for the fight of his life, and it's been pretty. It's been a pretty rough week because he's been having a breakout season. He's uh, been playing really well. He's apparently, you know, the type of guy in your locker room who's always smiling, having a good time. The guys love him, and it's just a shitty thing. Obviously, you don't want this to happen to anyone, but for someone like this, it's even worse because I mean, he's only twenty three years old, and. It's just been, it's pretty much been one of those weeks where, I mean, it's hard, see, it's one of those things, I, it's hard to talk about from, like, as a fan, as someone who's, you know, talking about the Flyers, it's hard to talk about it from just the sports angle, because it's one of those things where I don't want to make it seem like, you know, only worrying about the sports, because obviously, you know, I'm a big Oscar Lindblom fan, as an athlete, but I mean, it seems like he's just a really good person and a really good guy. So I'm more worried about him in terms of like, if he never plays again, I'd rather him have a good life than, you know, this is something that's not worth. It's just a shitty situation. Yeah. And uh, I did a little research on it too, and it does seem like the 
cancer is very treatable. Depending um, upon how they found it, and um, it's but it seems like it sounds like. I feel like he's having more tests done. I think they said, because earlier today, this was the first time they were back in the city, back home. Um, so it's the first time that a lot of the guys have seen him since he was diagnosed. He was at the open, he was at the early morning skate, and he was there just hanging out with the guys. So it was pretty nice to see everyone kind of, you know, giving them his love and their, you know, prayers. But, um, yeah, I was looking it up, too. It's treatable. But I think he's having a couple more tests done, and then he's going to get surgery on wherever it is, I guess, wherever it yeah. is, so that you don't really know where it is. It sounds like it's it, – from what they were saying before it was diagnosed, it's an upper body injury. and uh, But that could be upper body ribs, upper body arm. It seems like it forms more in your arms or your um, – How did they go about finding it? Apparently, so 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 the so the way it starts off a lot of the times when people are diagnosed, especially an athlete is diagnosed, it feels like it's a sports injury. So maybe it feels like it's a pulled muscle or something. So he must have had pain, and they obviously were probably looking at it and figuring out like, oh, something's wrong. So then he probably went and got an X-ray or an MRI or well, I guess what's the bone and a bone one's an X-ray, right? That's yeah. where they would probably find yeah. it. Okay, yeah. so he probably went and they probably had an X-ray and they probably caught some weird like blip in the x-ray and there we go we should look at that and then that's probably how they found it it sucks though because um i mean not that you're wishing you know when someone's injured you're sitting there thinking like shit i hope he does not like concussed or something and then for this to happen you're just like if when i read about it it took i took a step back and i was almost kind of like i didn't know how to process it i didn't know like I'm glad that me as a person didn't automatically start thinking, like, what the fuck are the Flyers going to do? I was just sitting there thinking, like, oh, shit, like, this is brutal. It's, like, devastating news to read because, you, you mean, you never. Like, how often does this happen in sports? It's very rare that this kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And, I mean. Especially I home. Like, I a, think, like, a home team for us. Yeah. How often has this really, like, affected us as, like, a Yeah, I mean, like, part? I don't think I've had any issue, like, I don't think I've seen anything like that happen um, other than, like... Um, like, post-career like, shit, usually. Yeah. Uh, the the Angels recently, uh, Tyler Skaggs passed mm-hmm. away this year. Um, yeah. The Marlins a couple years ago, Jose Fernandez, who I was a big fan of, um, passed away. I know um, Mario Lemieux, one of the, you know, former Penguins, one of the probably best players to ever play in the NHL. He had cancer later in his career, and he... Uh, overcame it and came back and played. Yeah, which was actually there's a Flyers moment where like he came back to the city and obviously it was a Penguin, so we were always like booing him. But when he came back, he got a standing O from the from the city of Philadelphia once he stepped on the ice because like, congrats on winning the battle of cancer. Like it was a pretty cool moment. But um, I believe a, a player in the Indians recently had um, leukemia and he came back from it too. So what we were saying is this is apparently as long as they caught it really early, there's a high. It's a it's going to be a brutal fucking battle. Like it's not like it's and he's, oh, no, he's it's, probably and he's done for the season. And there's a chance he's done next season too. I mean, heal up, buddy. Get, well, no, yeah, I'm just saying like I'd rather him. I'd rather him take all the time get, he needs. Get healthy. And the cool thing is that Chuck Fletcher. Chuck Fletcher said that because um, this is his contract year, and Chuck Fletcher said like the Flyers are going to you know support him and take care of him, which means that. What they'll probably do is they'll give him another like bridge contract for two years, but they'll probably up the annual so mm-hmm. he can take care of all like the, which will be really neat. Oh, yeah. and you don't expect anything better, because even it was like you were. I was watching a lot of the interviews today, and like Chuck Fletcher, 
was talking about it, and he was actually breaking down, crying, like, getting interviewed. And, like, uh, Lane Vigneault was also doing the same thing where he was talking about how just, like, you know, even when Limblom found out that he was diagnosed, he was texting Konechny, asking him, yo, how are you feeling, buddy, with your concussion? And it was like, dude just got found that he has cancer, and he's still, fit, like, thinking of his teammates and shit. Well, so I it's mean, like... I, I, I well, I know, but it's one of those like, things where it's like... You like, change your whole life. But it, no, but, no but it's still, like, the fact that, like, just the type of guy that he is, it's just like... That's yeah. just... Yeah. It's just... it's it's just makes it even shittier that someone like that ended up with it. Just, yeah. But... Sorry to start. I mean, it's hard to start off. We had to start off with that because it affected, obviously, what I'm about to talk about now. Because obviously, Oscar Lindblom has been not playing the past couple games and probably won't play again this season. Um, so definitely f- won't play this season. Well, I mean, you never know. God forbid later in the season if he's just like I'm good to go. But uh, you know. But um, he. Uh, so the Flyers are pretty much dedicating this whole season to him, obviously, his their teammate, and they've pretty much come out with this thing called Oscar Strong, which is pretty cool. Um, Oscar. Yes, Oscar Strong. But, uh, but uh, pretty much, uh, besides the Oscar Limbaugh news, which from the hockey standpoint is bad, from just off ice, it's just terrible. But on ice, everything that's probably could have gone wrong in the past week has gone wrong. So them getting a huge win tonight, like they did, kind of stops the bleeding, and it's nice that they're back in the win column and they were able to kind of come home and you know figure it out and just move away from their skid that they had because it's the best thing about this team I can say is uh, what I'm about to get into with the past week. The last two games I talk about, it's really tough to talk about them constructively because I mean, the one game was the day after they found out about Oscar Lindblom, and they're on a, and they're in, on the first night of a back-to-back, and then the second night is a back is their second night of a back-to-back, while also still trying to process the um, Oscar Lindblom news. So, I mean, on top of that, they didn't have Konechny, and they didn't. Yeah, they they did have all these injuries. You know, they're they're tired, and it's just, and they're not home. Like they're not able to be home for the fans like they have to be away and it's just it's grueling like it's been it's one of those things where like yes does it suck they lost and they're on like they didn't play great but it's one of those things where like if you're if you're really can take a step back as like a human being you can sit there and be like i feel like they have an excuse they have an excuse if they won great but it's like give them they give them two games and then they were able to stop the bleeding tonight they came out they played strong and hopefully now they can start another run so that being said all right, enough of the sad talk. Debbie Downing. Yeah, but we can get back. We can get into some of the, you know, the lighter stuff, which the means nitty-gritty. three losses. <laughs> um, all right. So. I feel like this is just going to be a streaky team. Preferably a good streaky team. Well, but. that's how. That's usually how hockey is. Yeah. It's streaky. You just they've got more positive than negative. Luckily. Yeah. I mean that's all it is. You put together a couple wins, you get in and you lose. You put together a couple more wins, you lose maybe one or two, and it's you know you go about it. They're not they're not like they're the Capitals where they're like oh they're gonna lose twelve games a year. Like no, they're gonna end up probably like forty to forty two wins. You know whatever. What's another half of that? <laughs> Eighty two. Forty. Forty <laughs> two and forty. They're gonna be average. <laughs> I thought this was the year, bro. <laughs> 42 and 40. What did I say? All right, shit. You mean 40 and 40? How many games are there? 52 and 30? 
No, because I forgot that they're like overtime losses count too. So maybe some of those points where maybe they'll be like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. How about I don't do math? Here we go. 45, 46. Like How about seven? Okay. Seven? All right. Um, all right. We're going to go back into it. Uh, 60 wins. They're going to get 82 wins. They're going to just return the losses. and <laughs> <laughs> They have the receipts. Yeah, they're going to trade them in. Um, all right, so my first news was obviously the Limbaugh thing I need to talk about. Secondly, injuries galore. It's been an injury-ridden week. Um, there was a suspension as well, which we'll get into, and it was a fucking joke of a suspension. Um, TK was back tonight, and he showed he got a assist and a couple big plays big big shot block in the middle of the game and uh welcome home boys obviously they needed it and they nutted all up and down the ice yep um okay so the first game we're going to talk about here is last week's colorado game it was the first game they had without connecting cool insane and uh my first takeaway from this game is that colorado is a ridiculously skilled team they are absolutely a cup contender this year Fuck the they're Avalanche. they're stacked they're good they're a really exciting fun team to watch um the flyers were you know the first period for some reason this year their first period has been a struggle every time they start the game and luckily they've had two good goaltenders to help negate that but eventually something's going to give so they have to be able to come out stronger and not uh, give up an early goal. So they were lucky that the first period only ended one nothing because the Avalanche were pretty much all over them. Uh, the second period, they came out and they dominated for the first half of the second period. And then uh, they were getting a lot of good chances, you know, a lot of pucks on that, just nothing was going in. And then the Avalanche scored again to make it 2 nothing. So... Um, it was pretty kind of stunted their momentum, but they were still pushing. And then Carter Hart had a absolutely ridiculous, like, save of the year-esque save in this game. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, let me see if I can find it. But it was like, you know, it's one of those things where everyone's like, damn, I wish I had a Carter Hart. And you know what? He's ours. And you can't have him. Um, all right, here it is. It's not this. Save more. <laughs> Live better, wise. Booking.com. That's why. All right, here you go. So, you know, skating up the ice. Nice little three-on-one action. Watch this. Oh, Ooh, the flash. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hit him with the berry. This was actually before it was 2 nothing. It was one nothing still. But, uh, yeah, and then they were up 2 nothing. Carter, and then uh, Giroux scored the lone goal to make it 2-1. And then there was an empty netter towards the end of the game. But Flyers played, you know, against Colorado pretty well. They just couldn't they couldn't put the puck in the net. Something that's been a little bit of an issue certain games has been their offense. You know, pucks just don't go they won't go in for them. Uh, they were obviously missing their leading scorer in Konechny and obviously Lindblom, who was leading the team up until uh, tonight with Drew tying them for the lead. But um, yeah, they were missing a bit of their offense, and they just haven't. But, you know, they played Colorado pretty well defensively sans the first period when they couldn't, when they were, Colorado was just all over them. But, yeah, it was a, you know, I'll say, I don't want to say it's a, it was a terrible game. Like, they didn't play bad. It was just, you know, it wasn't their night. 
Then uh, the next game was against Minnesota on Saturday, and that was the game after when after the Flyers found out that uh, Connect or not Connect me. Uh, Limblom was diagnosed, so this was obviously a very emotional emotional game. They were emotionally spent because this was the second of a three game road trip in the on the West Coast. Uh, I you could just tell they were having some trouble early on. Just maybe like they were they were still in it and they were working hard, but it was just again wasn't their night. Things weren't happening for them, and they were emotional. They looked like they were just emotionally spent. So once you know Minnesota started score, actually no. Flyers scored first, which was rare. JVR Han sc- shot first. Yeah, JVR scored. Yes, Han shot first. JVR scored first, uh, but then Minnesota took over and started scoring. Um, it's not like they played bad again. It was just, you know, obviously it's if we're going to give them an excuse, it's a pretty big excuse why they maybe didn't play as well as they could have. Um, no excuses. There's <laughs> an excuse this time. <laughs> um... But yeah, it was a uh, JVR with the lone goal. It was a nice goal, but you know, again, just tough, tough game. Minnesota's not a great team, but they've been playing really well. And yeah, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with this one. And then we go to Sunday against Winnipeg. This one's a tough one to talk about. This one's, this one's this one's a burn the tape type game. Nope. So we went. So we I'll lost. We lost seven to three. That creates carbon emissions. Yes. Uh, all right, there's a lot. There is a lot to talk about with this one, but it's tough. So it's a second of a back-to-back after they lost the night before. <clears throat> Still, they're emotionally, you know, drained. Things again were not going their way. Winnipeg was scoring, and then there was just a barrage in the second period of like five goals. Are you looking at it? Six goals allowed by Brian. Yeah, it was a tough game. And it's not like the, the thing about it, too, was that it's not like any of the goals were really necessarily his fault. They were just a lot of power play goals, a lot of um, a lot of perfectly placed shots. Uh, and Do you really need Carter Hart? Anyway. That wasn't Carter Hart playing, <laughs> so we might need Carter I Hart. I just felt like I just needed to place that. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, I don't know. It was I. I watched it and I tried to. I you know they started to score a little bit. I think they ended the second period. It was six to three, so or six to two. So I was like, oh maybe there's a comeback coming. Well, there wasn't. And then uh, you know Gossespierre scored a nice goal. Um, I mean it was just one of those games where nothing was going well and they needed to just get the fuck on the plane and come back to Philly. You know what uh, they say about planes? They fly. You read my mind. <laughs> All right. Interesting. There's one big – so I don't want to talk a lot about this Winnipeg game because, you know, it, there's not a lot to talk about. We're obviously moved past it. They won the, tonight, so they pretty much they pretty much got away from their skid. I was afraid that they were going to go on a fucking losing streak, but luckily they were able to overcome it. I think coming home helps. They play home on Thursday again against the Sabres, so they get another home game against a really good Sabres team that's playing really well. So that will be a good test. Uh, but there's one thing about this Winnipeg game that we need to talk about, and it's the suspension that happened. And I'm going to show you the hit, and I'm going to take, get your take. Of, I'm not going to tell you what happened because I don't think you guys really know how was long. Was Yeah, do you know how long he was suspended for? Don't say if you do because I don't think Jim does. What? Do you know how long Farabee was suspended for for this hit? Wasn't it like three games? All right, never mind. But I want to show you and see if you <laughs> think it was three games. 
Right. That? No, you'll see. Wait, this isn't the right hit. <laughs> That's a fight. <laughs> Shit. All right, here you go. All right, it's right here. That? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it was a solid hit, but I don't think that All was right, now watch, but then they see the replay, watch. Was he, his arms were like a high hit or something? No, you'll see. I want to see what you guys expect. So he's obviously, he's hurt, he's laying down. Um... We'll skip to the replay, and I want to show you guys this. Then I want to show you guys a similar type hit, and then I'll tell you what happened with that one. I'm betting he doesn't get suspended. I'm not going to tell you. Four games. All right, ready? Ooh, we're in the face. Mm. No, because when they show it, watch. If they show it one more time, they have to show it from better. Oh. Solid check. But the puck wasn't there, obviously. It was a, all right, so th- you, you agree that three games is a bit too much. Maybe, like, if they were going to suspend someone for a game, maybe, like a game. Cause, three games sounds like a lot, but I don't really know how this stuff goes in hockey. Today. Well, there's no consistency, so I don't either. But, uh, okay. <laughs> all right, now. It looked like he elbowed him in the mouth. But then you watch, he gets him in the chest. Oh. It's, a, it's, it's a late hit, but, all right. Now. It's the same type hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't get suspended. <laughs> he got fined like ten bucks. Now, um, <laughs> ten bucks. No, here you go. There's it's here's the better angle of it. So c- this, is, year, this is this is con- ten bucks. This is Konechny's hit from uh, the Ottawa game. Ooh. It's the same hit, right? He didn't get suspended. It is. So I mean, three game and here's the difference. Farabee's a rookie. He doesn't have a track record oh, of getting. He doesn't have a track record of getting suspended. And usually they take your track record into account. So if you got suspended one time before, maybe they might add an extra game on. No, this is the first time he's done anything. Was that a bonehead hit by Farabee? Yeah, it was a couple seconds late. It's an interference call. That should have been a penalty. Who gives a shit? Well, I mean, it's you're. It's the penalty. It's, Knock him the fuck out. It's hockey. <laughs> well, they're moving away from it for concussions, I like and shit. I I understand that. And as someone as someone who played hockey and someone who my whole entire hockey playing career was made on fucking guys putting their head down and me. Sorry, I kicked the yeah, stand. Me trying to take their head off. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, I don't know. I just I I think this fair like AV today and was talking about it and said that it's it's he doesn't understand how like Konechny's hit didn't get a suspension same style hit and Farabee gets one and it's like they just think three games is abysmal and I agree that that's that's like will Farabee learn his lesson yeah but I think one game would have, like three games is a lot and also you like there, that hit is not there's there's been like I remember last year so yeah it was was it last year or was it two years ago was it last year or two years ago there was a game when um Malkin I think Raffle came up to Malkin and gave him like a little hit, like not even a bad hit. And Malkin turned around, swung his stick, and hit him in the head. And Malkin only got a game suspension. And I'm just like, okay, so you can hit someone like that and get three, but you can deca- you can Lord of the Rings style decapitate a motherfucker. <laughs> and, and all right, you know, one game. They're taking the Wait, eyes now. Off. Let me tell you guys. Now let me tell you guys something else. Now there's a guy on um. There's Answer me. No, no, no. You ready? There's a guy on Washington, Evgeny Kuznetsov. He got three games for something this season. You want to know what it was? Snorting cocaine. So Farabee got the equivalent of doing blow. 
comfort my precious. Yeah. Oh, my precious. <laughs> Woohoo! But. <laughs> Cook it, eat it, right. shove it up your ass. Alright. It has the ring! Alright. But, um. <laughs> I don't know. That Faraby hit made me so. <laughs> yeah, that Faraby hit made me so pissed off when I saw it, and. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I figured you guys would agree with me because I'm right always. I agree. Then I'm right always. I know. No. Um, uh, all right. So, I mean, I it's been... You to fulfill your oath. It's been a tough week, but uh, we can talk a little bit about the game tonight. You know, I don't have a lot of notes because it was a live game, but I can just say uh, from what I saw, the first period was better. You know, it ended 0-0, but... It wasn't like the Ducks were dominating us or anything. It was pretty back and forth. Uh, second period, Giroux scored a nifty tic-tac-toe play with uh, Konechny and Couturier. Konechny came back, got an assist. Then David Kashe, who's a rookie that came up and he's playing right now, scored his first NHL goal of his career, which is funny because his brother actually plays for the Ducks. So this is the first time they're playing each other tonight. And, uh, and he got his first goal, so it was pretty pretty nice. Uh, then um, Voracek scored on a two on one in the third period to make it three nothing. No three one. The Ducks scored to make it two one. Uh, and then power play. yep. And then Voracek, Voracek scored to make it three one. And then later in the game, Katoria scored his empty netter to get everyone in that stadium their free waffle fries tomorrow. Because you get school four goals, you get free waffle fries from Chick Fil A. It's pretty good. I know. I, well, I wish last year they used to you would win. You get a free chicken biscuit for breakfast. I think that was a better fucking deal. <laughs> but, I'd take that over the waffle fries. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was um, it, it was a, a big spirited win tonight. Obviously, it was emotional for everyone to get home. They did a really beautiful uh, tribute and a uh, nice little like. We're thinking of you to Oscar Lindblom in the first stoppage of the game where everyone got a sign on their seat. It said, I fight for you, Oscar, and it was for the cancer-like signs, and uh, they all held him up at the same time, giving an ovation for Oscar. Um, and they wore their Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys, which I love those Hockey Fights Cancer jerseys, by the way. Mm-hmm. They're, like, purple. For they're, they're really nice. I would buy one if I, you know, had money in my ass. But, um... <laughs> Still waiting on my connecting jersey, which apparently is sold out now. I fucking looked. I'm like trying to get my girlfriend to buy me one for Christmas, and now she's gonna have to get me a fucking Dan Carcillo one because that's all I can get my hands on. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, get a pronger. I have one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I give her when we go to the Flyers games. Like, you take that one. I'll take my Drew one. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, obviously a huge spirited win tonight. Um. I'm glad that they got back in the win column. We need to get uh, two more points against Buffalo and start making our way back up because the Metropolitan's a very tight division right now. If I take a look right now, because I said last week I was going to talk about something important, maybe take a look around the league. Actually, no, you know what? I'm just going to look at the Metropolitan, but next week because it's Christmas time, it's a good time to talk about the league, um, see where everyone is right now. See what which team's performing, which team is, you know, underperforming, which teams do I think are going to get better in the second half, where do I think the Flyers are going to be. So we're going to go a little bit more into it uh, next week. But for now, let's look at the NHL standings for the Metropolitan and see where the Flyers are currently. So the Flyers are currently in the 
fifth spot in the Metropolitan. They're one point under the Hurricanes and the Penguins, for th- who are tied for third at 42. They have 41 points. Um, they are currently five points under second. So those three losses last week, granted, we could have given them an excuse, but they did hurt them statistically. So they need to put together a string of wins now, which can start Thursday. But, yeah, it's a really tough division right now. Uh, if we look at the Flyers in terms of where they are right now, they're actually in the second wild card spot right now. So they're still in a playoff spot. But, you know, they would be playing the Capitals right now. No, they would actually, yeah, they'd be playing the Capitals right now in the first round. Wow. I yeah. thought they were higher up, honestly. Who? Flyers. I they're, they but the, that's the thing is they're, they w- put two more wins together. And they're in third place in the division, so like it's that it's that close. That close, huh? And it's five points from them being in second place. They're first place. They're not catching first place in the Capitals because their Capitals are twenty four six and five right now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the Islanders are twenty two eight and two, but the Flyers are five points away from the Capital from the Islanders, which is crazy. Like it's that it's a weird it's weird. Like they can they in the next week. They could be in second place in the division. Like, it's like that. Does it, is it just me, or does it seem like there's always a lot of good hockey teams? Hockey, I will say this, hockey in terms of, like, being able to make the playoffs and, like, teams being good, I think is the closest in terms of every sport. Because, like, basketball, you're good, but you're really based on, like, five individuals being good for the most part. Because, like, yeah. you can be carried by your stars into the playoffs, and then that's where you start to break off. Football... Football, as it shows, the Eagles suck ass and can still somehow get lucky and get to the Super Bowl. Let's hope Jersey. But um, and then baseball is harder, I think, to be really, really good because I think you have to really develop your teams. I mean, hockey you do too, but I think hockey there's a lot. Hockey's a lot more like consistently close in terms of like teams being skilled enough. There's obviously like the Capitals and the Bruins and um, you know, they're they're obviously the like top tier teams and then like the flyers are in that pack of like good teams that could get hot at the right time and make it to the stanley cup like they're not the flyers are not a contender per se they're obviously a contender because i think they're good enough to make it into the playoffs and like anything can happen but they're not like that team that like oh shit they're gonna win the cup like they're that good it's not like on like a a paper basis you would say like the capitals or the bruins because they're just they've been so good for 10 years so and they're still at the top of their their window to win the cup is right now the flyers are there i just don't think they're up to that level but like i said anything can happen in the playoffs you just got to win four games in a row well not in a row but you got to win four games in a series be better if they won in a row but um got to win four series in a row exactly four got to win eagles got to win four, four more games in a row unlike agalor Fuck him. All right, don't even give me star on that piece of shit. Um, (laughs) What? He might play next week. Yeah, it means we're going to lose. If he gets on this, all right, I don't want to talk about it. But, uh, yeah, uh, so that's enough of my Flyers talk. Uh, They need these two. They need to win two. They need to win, obviously. You know, they need two more points to help get them back into. I'd rather them be in a divisional spot and not the wild card spot. You know, that'd be preferred. But, uh, yeah. Okay, so I don't have a lot of news to talk about tonight, but I do have two. There have been two huge uh, 
things that have happened in the league uh, in the past week. He's not. The first one's big, no. so we'll talk about the small one first. Let's go around the league now. So Ilya Kovalchuk, I don't know if you know who that is. Probably not. But uh, he used to be a devil, and then he devil signed him to a 13-year contract. He used to be an Atlanta thrasher. That's how far back he goes. Uh, he signed a 13-year contract. First he Harper money. Yeah, he left. Like he left to go play in Russia, and it put the Devils in like contractual cap hell for like 10 years. Why the fuck? Because because it if fucks it, fu- contract, it fucks then. them over somehow because they signed the contract. It's I'd have to go into the details of it, but there's something he did that affects the Devils where it fucked them over. So he really so he left for a little bit and he just came back like a year ago. And he signed a three-year deal with the L.A. Kings. But the problem with the L.A. Kings is that they're not a contender anymore. They're rebuilding. They're terrible. So he basically wanted to go to a contender, and he got paid, like, a lot more than a 35-year-old declining player should have got paid. But the Kings said, fuck it, and they put him on uh, unconditional waivers to become a UFA, and now he is fine. Now he's a UFA again. And he said the other day that he is willing to sign with a contender for like the league minimum just to make enough. Uh, you know, he wants Sounds to win like a, a cup. Yeah, he is. And a lot of people are like, "Yo, get him for f- Flyers." And I'm just like, "You want that guy to come in here? Our tight knit locker room and him to basically destroy." It seems like he's just like, if the team ain't good enough for me, then I'm leaving. Like it's just like he just get he basically dictates. He doesn't care. He just wants money or he wants like championship. He wants fame. Yeah. And he was, he was, yo, he was like, and all that comes with it. He was like Ovechkin (laughs) level good when he was on the Devils. Like, he could score. He was like, you know how Ovechkin's on that one side and you just pass the puck to him and the puck goes in all the time? Yeah, slap shot. Yeah, I I have experienced that with my own puck. Yeah, Kovalchuk had that fucking type shot and he would just. I was like, yo, Vetch. And he's just you like, called him Vetch. Yeah, and he's like, I put the puck in that, and then it just happened. <laughs> yep, that's exactly how it went down. I saw it. Um, Thanks, Vetch. Vetch. I kind of hey, like. I kind of like. I kind of like you calling him Vetch. Jim, Jim, look, hey, Vetch, Fetch. Hey, fetch it, Vetch. Get all the puck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it, bitch. Vetch, fetch the puck, bitch. Get to the get the Yukon. Um, get out of here. All right. The Kroemen, yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, he basically is a free agent, and I don't want the Flyers aren't going to go for him anyway because I don't think they can afford to sign him to the league minimum. Is that good? No, and he's not, like, he could he could pot Sounds you. Sounds like Carmelo. He could, he, could pot, he could pot you a couple goals, and he would help, but it would it's not worth. There's You could probably figure out a way via trade to get someone younger, better, and not toxic because he's got toxic, you know, environment written all over him. He's like... The Russian Antonio Brown. <laughs> but, uh, all right. No More White Woman 2020. <laughs> That's his album coming up. <laughs> I know. Um, all right. And the other big story that happened, this is the huge one. Do you guys remember last week how I was talking? my ta- new album, Fuck Lettuce. Do you remember how last week I was talking about uh, Taylor Hall, the guy on the Devils who was about to get traded? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he got traded. Did he? He went to the Arizona Coyotes. Coyotes. He went to the 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 Cochinas. Then Coyotes. He all right. I have the trade up right now. He went for 
I don't have the trade up any up here it is. There's gold in them heels. So Taylor Hall and Blake Spears were traded to Arizona in exchange for a first round pick in the 2020 NHL draft, a third round selection conditional in 2021. I don't know the conditions of that pick. Let's hope that it isn't like the conditions are if they Arizona gets like the top three pick, then it goes back to Jersey, which would suck ass. 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 Because uh, the Devils have had the first overall pick the past two out of three years. And then uh, they got D. Kevin Ball. Kevin Ball. For, and forward Nick Merkley and Nate Schnarr. <laughs> Schnarr. Schnarr. <laughs> Schnarr. Um, so that's obviously a huge trade for Taylor Hall, a guy who is a free agent at the end of the season. Schnarr. Can I? You can schnar. you can schnar me. Yarb. And, yeah. <laughs> Yarb. Yarb. Um. So there's People a lot. Have no idea what we're. No, I know you're just. <laughs> sounds like we all just have. Uh, we're just have like a tick, and we're just like yarb. Yarb. <laughs> but yarb. The uh, so the thing about this trade that's interesting is Taylor Hall, when he was about to get traded, a lot of people were you know speculating that. In order for a team to acquire him, there had to already been like an agreement to, all right, are you going to resign here? Because like, is it worth us giving up stuff? Are you going to sign a big deal here? Because he's a free agent at the end of the year. He didn't agree to an extension coming to Arizona, so that's interesting. Especially if he doesn't um, resign in Arizona, they gave up, you know, a pretty good amount, and. For a desert like area, they have a. Uh, oh, wait, no, Nevada. I'm thinking Las Vegas. Yeah, no, that's not a lot to but do. But I mean, like. No, but it's also like, it's not more... it's not a premier hockey market. It's getting. It, it's on, they're on the up and up, but it's not that type of team that, like. The one thing that could help him is there's not a lot of state tax. And a lot, they care about that shit. Yeah, playing fucking Nevada, yeah. But. They're also prostitution. Yep, that's, that's exactly. That's Nevada, not Arizona. Oh, I thought. I was in Arizona on my way home from LA when I was driving through, and it's pretty much like here. So it's not. It's the same shit. Tucson. <laughs> just as simple. Yeah, it's just boring and kind of shady. Well, there's also Area 51. I know. That's I was driving. Nevada I drove well. past it, but I didn't stop. Are we to... talking about Arizona or Nevada? Arizona. <laughs> Fuck! I know the coyotes are Arizona, but that's what we're talking Las about. Las Vegas is in Nevada. Shut up, Jim. You're nights. confusing me LA with my Kings. with my. Well, I was thinking in my head. I was thinking like, oh, no, Arizona, but then I was like, oh wait, L.A.'s or not L.A. Um, the Kings. The uh, yeah, no, the um, <laughs> the fucking uh, Knights. I was thinking the Knights were out there too, but they're in the state next to it. You were confusing me. I was confusing. Um, all right, but this is just there's desert a lot. hockey. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I like Arizona. They were good this year, and I don't I'm know. I'm not saying anything. Against no, no, I know. I'm saying desert and ice is just like, meh. You know, it's an insulated building, right? I'm, I'm well aware. <laughs> it's not like they just put the but ice in the middle say, of the desert and no, they go, no, skate. Like, it will be lit, though. They did that one year. You they could do it at night. Yeah, they you did. Do like, it at they night. put, like, a whole overlay over it, and they played in the desert. That's well, cool. you could do it at the night. The ice, like, melted halfway through the game. <laughs> you could do it at night. It gets, like, zero like degrees at night. scorpions on the ice and shit. I know, but it's, it's, it's a... I'm thinking practicalities here. 
but it would be cool. It's just weird. You don't really think ice hockey. Desert. No, I know. And <laughs> it, I'll put it, they haven't been. They've been tanking for as long, and they've been terrible. So the fact that they're actually on the up and up, and to acquire an all-star former yeah, MVP like this, it's, it's crazy to think. But also, I, I don't think that they're good enough to win the cup this year. I think this makes them a, bit, a lot better of a team. But I'm just sitting here kind of like, if he's not going to resign there, that's a lot to give up for a guy. And I thought, like, obviously the Flyers weren't going to get him because he's in division. You're not going to trade in division for a player like that. But why not? Man, he would. You don't like the NHL. You really don't do that. Why fucking not? Damn it! Would you want to give the Penguins yes one of your players to help them win a cup? Yeah, so I could just tell them to fuck off. All right, so you obviously would be a terrible general manager. I'm not doing that shit. You yes, you would. Sounds like you would. You were with your baseball logic. I don't do that. All right. I build a, a yeah. stadium in no. the middle of the desert. That was a that was the big news of the week, and it's going to probably catapult a lot more big moves to be had. I'm wondering what the Flyers are going to do, because I do think with Limblom being out, now getting back to something that I don't like to think about, but they have to look... They have to look into maybe making another move in order to, like, sure up to get a little bit more of, like, a... Because there's a a lot of young guys, but you're not going to... You know, who's your your leading scorer for a little bit? You're not going to... That's a big hole that you're going to have to fill. So we're going to have to... Yeah, I know. Or guys got to step their shit up. Well, yeah, but I think they're going to still make a move. Someone I'm thinking about and I've heard has been mentioned as a potential trade piece for the Kings is uh, Tyler Toffoli. He's... He's really good. I've actually had him on my uh, my NHL 19 team last year. He was pretty good. The, the Chili's. Chili's. He was on the Chili's. Did you guys win? No. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, Eric, I've never heard of Eric winning. I never have won. <laughs> I've gotten to, like, game seven, and I fucking lose. It's just, it, I've I'm won I'm World hurt. Series. I've won Super Bowls. Yeah, but you I also, you also play on easy. No, I don't. I play on all Madden, bitch. Oh, he got triggered there. Harder difficulties too. I, I mess with them sliding. So do I. I put it all the way up. I play full simulation. They fucking, they got, they got all kinds of shit happening. I got in the people game. knocking my heads off. I play twenty minute periods, dude. I haven't. Fart. I play twenty Why minute. Are you hiding your nose? Um, you guys are arguing. I play twenty. Wait, hold on. I play twenty minute periods. Okay. Well, that's weird. I have commercial breaks. <laughs> I have intermissions that last 15 minutes. I take my time. Every game, I, it's a three-hour game. Really? No. You don't see <laughs> I was a little worried there. But. No, but I've done that before with, like, uh, playing against friends where you make the game a full 20 minutes. It's you actually, score, like, 90 points? No, because you, you put the difficulty up so hard, you only can score, like, three goals. It's, like, really hard. Wow. <laughs> it's fun. But, uh, yeah. All right. That's it for me. I mean, the Taylor Hall shit was big. I want. I was saying Tyler Toffoli would be a big trade target. He'd be good. He's he's young. He's like twenty six. He'd be a pretty good pickup. But yeah, um, that's about it. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty rough week emotionally. So just prayers for Oscar. Just thinking of him. The clan of the duck. <laughs> the duck. But Y'all thought I was just. Duck. Gosh. 
No, but all right, that's it for me. You know, pretty good episode, I think. This, I, I don't have anything else to say. Let's two two points Thursday night. Let's win for Oscar. Let's win the cup for Oscar Limbaugh. Yeah, we should. They should get a patch like the Harry. They, they do. They have one. They wear really? And they're wearing under every single game. They're wearing a shirt that says Oscar Strong on it. That's cool. As fun. Yeah, but Oscar. I think they're putting a patch on their jerseys. That's I think. Fucking awesome. So. I love the patches. Oscar. I love the Darth Vader patch. Get well soon, buddy. Yeah, get well soon. Uh, anything you guys want to, you know, get well soon. On? Spend that fucking money. Stupid money. Oscar, get better, bro. Get better, Oscar. Get better, Phillies, Oscar. spend money and uh, go birds! Add me on uh, HH Hentai Hub. It's uh, Janier139. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Jimmy Coleman on Twitter. Follow me at Eric underscore Rayer. Remember, if you need to go back to listen to my spiel about all the following and shit. You'll hear it at the beginning of the episode. Yep. You're not going to hear this part probably because you would have tuned out long by now. (laughs) Yep. All right, everyone. Have a good week. Have a good week. Let's go Flyers. and uh, clan of the dick. Happy holidays. Oh, I was saving it for next week.